I saw a penny today. So close. Investors hate the thought of penny stocks, but love the idea of low-price stocks. Those shares are worth quite a bit of money. Penny Pro, Jeff Williams, and his team of experts find investment ideas that bring the two together, taking a fundamental and technical approach to ultra-low-price stocks to find trades, moves, and investments. Well, don't give away too much. So pay attention and give a thought to your pennies here on Money Life. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? And you'll learn how to make those small investments add up. Yes, Jeff Williams joins us right now with a thought for your pennies. You know, we don't call it the penny stock of the week because in penny stocks, well, sometimes a week, we would be recording this on a day and two days later, it wouldn't be the stock of the week anymore. So we try to avoid that, but we do try to point out situations that you should be looking at. And if you want to learn what Jeff Williams is looking at, well, he's the lead trader at pennypro.com. So go check out his site. He's on Twitter at thepennypro. And PennyPro.com is part of the Raging Bull community, which is online at RagingBull.com. Jeff Williams, welcome back to Money Life. Thank you, Chuck. I'm really excited to be here and looking forward to talking to your audience today. So what stock is on your mind right now? What is the thought for your pennies at this point? Right now, we are looking at SORL. I think this is a really good technical setup for traders to keep an eye on. It's a stock that's had a, a really big pullback in price and has been coming out of an oversold area. I think this is a good time to take a look at SORL, and we'll talk about the technicals here and what I see in the stock. So SORL, that's the ticker symbol. That's also the name. It's SORL Auto Parts Incorporated. This is an interesting stock because it's a penny stock as we record this on Wednesday. It's trading in the $4.40-ish range, but... It's been more than double that. It's been over nine, almost 10 bucks a share in its 52-week range, and yet it's also up like 25% for the year, but down really sharply of late. So you've had this volatility in there. Is this a volatility that, that you're seeing? Is a volatility play on the chart, or what exactly are you seeing on the chart that has you excited here? Why I got in this trade, I'm in this stock, by the way, it's at $4.32, and I like this trade because... Over the course of September and early October here, we've seen the stock base, which is something we really haven't seen happen since the big fall in June when we were talking about SORL being over $9 a share. But since early September, we've seen a triple bottom, meaning the price has held a bottom at three particular price areas that are very common. So we've got a 370, a 370, and a 375 base from early September to early October. So that was our nice consolidation phase, which basically, for me, signifies that maybe the sell-off is slowing. We're going sideways now. But what triggered me to the trade is we finally got up over this 20-day moving average line, which was just shy of $4, and we broke the next resistance point at 407. So two significant breaks in a very short period of time led me to get into this trade at 432. When you say getting into the trade, you don't get into trades without understanding what you're going to take on as your risk and what your possible reward is. And what that means is where you expect the breakout to get to or where it might fall back to. So let's talk about the ups and downs here. So my entry at 432 was a little bit aggressive. What I like to do more often than not is wait for a stock to break a resistance point and use that as my entry level. On SORL, going back to mid-September, there was a 440 high. Typically, I would wait for that price action to be broken before I jumped in. But I looked at this stock, and again, it's the first time we jumped over the 20 moving average line in a couple of months. I thought that was a really good indicator of potential short-term change in trend. So I got in just prior to that 440 break, expecting that to be broken. And then what we've been looking for is one of two things, either a test of the double top 470, which occurred in late August, 
or what I'm ideally shooting for here is the 200-day moving average line, which is sitting about 480 to 485 right now. Your downside on this, if if this doesn't hold the breakout, the resistance level that it just broke through, is that going to be now support or what's going to happen? So what I'm going to use on this particular trade is I'm going to use the high from late September, which is about $4.10. I'm going to use that as my stop. So I didn't go in very big. I took 2,000 shares of this trade. So I'm going to give it about a 20 cent downside. But I think if it works well for me, I've got anywhere from 50 to 60 cent upside on SORL. And again, that 200-day moving average line is about 485. And right after that is the 50-day, which is also a secondary target here, which is just shy of $5 per share. What that truly means is that if somebody wants to join you in this trade, they need to do this carefully and quickly. Because if it goes up a little bit from here and it kind of edges towards that, you're going to be at a spot where risk and reward are basically equal. And that's never a good trade for you, right? That's correct. Yep. You definitely have to be uh, selective on this trade, either waiting for a pullback opportunity, holding above that 410, or maybe this is one that says, you know, if it just happens to run a lot, hey, that was a great trade. It ran away from me. I have to look for the next one. But I also like this stock, too, Chuck, on a $5 break. So there could be another setup coming up here, and I think it's important to note that $5, which is the 50 moving average line. Because if we get above that, looking at the chart, there isn't any resistance until about $7.13, which is a high from early August. So there's a potential for a much bigger secondary move over that 50 moving average line as well. We talk about the difference between penny stocks, what I call a true penny, where it's trading for cents under a dollar, and then a stock like this one, where you're talking about something that's trading for a couple of bucks. But when you see that stock that has had that motion in the past, you always say you trust the charts, but is there a little bit more trust when you've got a couple of bucks behind it, when you've seen it be above the penny stock level that maybe it's going to return there? There might be a little bit more, but honestly, the way I trade, I like to try to keep them all equal. You know, if I start putting too much weight on one or the others, and sometimes my trading gets a little bit uh, more difficult for people to understand, I typically like to use the charts the same, whether it's really a penny stock, like we say, one or two or three cents, or a $5 stock. But I know some people do put a little bit more weight in the higher price trade, so that's why I'm thinking we hopefully will get up towards this 200, maybe 50-day moving average line on this nice 20-moving average line break that we saw on Wednesday. Yeah, and regardless of whether you're putting the weight behind it or not, what you've got is the technical setup that you're looking for, that breakout, and that's why S-O-R-L, that's the ticker symbol, and the name, S-O-R-L Auto Parts Incorporated, that's the stock that Jeff is looking at. As a matter of fact, he pointed out, he owns 2,000 shares of it now, looking for this breakout pattern to continue. Jeff, thanks for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Jeff Williams is the lead trader at PennyPro.com. That's where you want to go for more information on trading penny stocks. Again, PennyPro.com because Jeff is on Twitter at ThePennyPro. Yeah, he's the Penny Pro. It's part of the Raging Bull community. You can get more information about that at RagingBull.com. All right, we are heading for home on today's edition of Money Life. Up next, Chris Bertelson from Aviance Capital Management in Florida will be here talking stocks in the Money Life Market Call. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.